Hey, my name's Emma. Hey, my name's Maddie. And you're listening to The Pilot's Pandemic. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Pilot's Pandemic Podcast. You're here with your host, Emma, and our lovely co-host, Maddie. Hey, guys. So we got some juicy AV news for you all, but you know, top of the show, what'd you get up to this past weekend, Maddie? So I'll just give you the quick highlight of what Justine and I got to do. And honestly, it wasn't this weekend. It was like Wednesday, Thursday this past week because Justine's never home on the weekends. So we usually celebrate like the weekend thing during the week. But last minute, we walked down to our ferry terminal because we're literally just like a five minute walk from the ferry terminal. And they have cruises going on called the San Juan Cruises. And they do, they have like a beer cruise, they have a crab cruise. So those two were the ones that were going on that night. And we just said, we'll go on either. And we did like a little standby on the, on the cruises and they had a seat for us. And it was awesome because there's also an all female crew. Gotta love it. So it's really cool to see this, the, the captain of the ship, she was probably like 25. It was amazing. I was like, I'm so inspired by you. Um, But we did the crab crew. So they took us around the bay. We live on Bellingham Bay and it was the perfect night like the weather was just calm it's probably like 65 degrees out not too hot not too cold and we did it obviously at sunset so it was very romantic and I loved it I I didn't know like such last minute things could turn out to be so romantic but it was like such a perfect date for for Jesse and I so that was definitely the highlight of my week and you know if you come to visit me during the summer I would love to take you on a San Juan cruise because I know you just be like oh my god this is amazing I love a good boat ride is how deep is the water is it super deep Dude. oh yeah I have no idea how deep it is because I know they also do whale cruises every day too like Ooh, uh, okay whale watching yeah so I know it's deep I don't know. How I would love to see a whale. Like, oh my gosh, we see dolphins here all the time. I would really like to see a dolphin, though, like up close, up close. I know you're not supposed to touch them. I'd be so tempted to touch one. Oh my gosh, oh. but I would love to see a whale. Oh, they're so beautiful. I love beluga whales. Beluga whales are so cute. I know they don't exist. Like, I don't think you can like go whale watching for beluga whales, as far as I, I know. <laughs> I don't think so. Any whale you see out here will be the resident orca whales. So you'll see orcas, but you won't see any humpback. Rarely would you see a humpback. I think you'll see those up in Alaska. But no, belugas, I don't think you ever see those. So, okay, let me ask you for someone who's like grown up where they have like orcas, right? Which are like, what do they call it? The killer whale. Has yeah. It, yeah. Do you know of anyone ever actually being eaten by an orca? Does no, that actually never, happen? No, there's never been a... Actually, the saddest thing, the biggest news that ever happened about our resident whales is uh, the one where she lost her baby and she swam around with her dead baby for 17 days. That was literally Jeez. just about an hour away from here. Yeah, that's why they say, oh, you know, whales have a lot of emotion because this whale, she literally would not let go of her baby for two 
almost three weeks and it was dead. But that was the biggest thing that ever happened here. So I'm like, I've never heard of someone getting killed by an orca whale here ever. I just had to ask. I had to ask. I know they're not supposed to be violent creatures, but you know, I I always have to ask. I know. But I know. <laughs> you know, I don't I stuff like that, like oh little baby, baby animals, anything baby just is sad. Have you been to SeaWorld? No, I refuse to go. I actually, when I was in college, well, community college, y'all, um, I did a whole like essay, thesis piece, whatever, on how terrible and fucked up SeaWorld is. And like, I absolutely refuse. I refuse. Bro, yes, you were on my level because I, <laughs> it's so funny you said you wrote like a paper on that because in college, I also wrote a paper. It didn't have to do with whales, but it had to do with us running out of water. So, um, or like on the similar level, but yeah, no SeaWorld. I used to go all the time when I went to school in San Diego because it was like a fun thing to do. And I didn't really kind of mix the idea of, oh, this is a large ocean animal stuck in a pool for the rest of its life, you know, and they're used to roaming miles and miles and miles, you know? So then I what was the documentary on it It was like blackfish blackfish yeah yeah and i oh my it made me cry dude i was so upset by i'm like never fucking again will i go to sea world but um yeah just the the miss the un like the no care of what goes on with those animals is really sad Avinola is a small-batch gourmet granola that's made with grain and gluten-free ingredients. It's made from ancient lupini beans, which are filled with fiber and tons of plant protein. It's less than one gram of sugar and only 95 calories per serving. It's a zero-guilt snack that checks all the boxes and loads of fiber to keep you feeling full. So Emma, what's your favorite part of Avinola? Well, obviously, y'all already know I love the chocolate, but the coconut almond vanilla is also very, very good. Um, Besides just eating it straight out of the bag because it's that delicious, I love to make like a Greek yogurt bowl, bunch of avinola, honey, berries, macadamia nuts, maybe some pecans. I don't know, whatever my little heart is feeling. But that is my favorite way to enjoy avinola. And I especially love this company and this brand because A, it's a small business and B, it is women owned and created. We absolutely love Maggie. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to her episode. But you guys can use discount code PILOTSPANDEMIC for 15% off your order of avinola. So code pilots pandemic even do i didn't do anything this past weekend this has about been the most eventful thing that's happened for me oh in the past four, four days but Okay, so we'll kind of move along into this week's episode, which I am pretty stoked to talk. Well, I'm not, I always say that. I'm like, I'm not stoked to talk about it, but I think it will be an interesting episode because I have for a while wanted to talk about air traffic control because as most of you know, um, all like 
Most, I, I don't know how it works specifically, but I do know air traffic controllers have to have, like, they go by the same aeromedical standards that pilots do. And I actually think it is a little bit more strenuous than the pilot medical from what I know. And don't hold me to that. I could be wrong. Um, but we kind of kind of have an interesting story about an air traffic controller who had a freak accident with none other than jackasses steve-o so this is just so when you sent me this article maddie i was like bruh what okay i actually had just clicked on it on facebook it was on facebook news and i didn't know it was an air traffic controller i just saw steve-o and lawsuit and i was like what happened to steve-o because emma and i both like steve-o after reading this article i'm like holy shit i can't believe this happened um it doesn't change my opinion, but I also think it's a really messed up thing. And it also shows you how quickly either air traffic controller, pilot, or maintenance, if they have some brain injury, they can just quickly lose their job. So we want to dive into this news article, but I kind of wanted to touch on what air traffic controllers do, just in case you don't have any idea, uh, so you can understand the mental strength one must have to work to have that position of control. So air traffic controllers use radar computers or visual references to monitor and direct the movement of the aircraft in the skies and ground traffic at airports. Controllers usually manage multiple aircraft at the same time and must make quick decisions to ensure the safety of aircraft. So I know some of you may be like, oh, how hard could it be to be an air traffic controller? But what I want you to remember is how many times you've flown into an airport and how crazy it is like with landing and takeoff and the long at least in SeaTac we always have what they call flow which is a huge lineup of aircraft waiting to take off and then you have to kind of do a pattern in the sky and the pilot will always say oh there's flow happening and that's because there's just so much uh traffic in the sky at these big airports so SeaTac is one of them but also I think of Chicago O'Hare or even Teterboro, which is not even really an airline airport, but Teterboro is very crazy and so is JFK. So just think about when you're thinking of air traffic control, just think of how crazy their jobs are at these big airports. So, and remember that they are subject to the same FAA regulations as pilots. So I wanted to read the article that I had read. It's uh, from Law and Crime. And it says, a judge has scheduled a trial date in the civil case against two members of the show and movie series Jackass. Air traffic controller Michael Vincent Segura has sued cast members Stephen Gilchrist Glover, which is Steve-O, and Chris Pontius, saying they caused him a near-fatal head injury during a botched jet ski tug-of-war stunt. When, so when anything involves a brain and job that requires a medical, I always feel for the person. And in this case, it is pretty sad. And we will link like the YouTube video and everything so you guys can watch it. Because when I first read the article, I was like, oh, my God, is this person just out to get their money? That's what I usually think when someone has a lawsuit against a person in the public eye that has a lot of money. But when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, I understand this man because he's an air traffic controller and he lost everything from this, this whole jet ski tug of war stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure I wish I had the statistics on it because like 
what you were going back to what you were saying before you read that article, I'm pretty sure air traffic control is like one of the top three most stressful jobs like in the world. Um, it is seriously no fucking joke. I mean, you think how much how much responsibility you have when you're flying 300 plus people. All right. Well, they're having to control that plane, the next plane. I mean, who knows how many lives are involved. And I mean, that's on a daily basis for them. I I mean, it's just anyone who is a pilot understands just through talking to ATC that, yeah, that job is no joke, but dude, I, I don't know. I, I, the, the whole leading up to this is, and I'm just going to be skeptical because I want to be skeptical because I, there's a part of me <laughs> that like deep down inside, like I love Jackass. I grew up on Jackass. I love Steve-O. Like, I think there was a part of some of us all that wished we had the balls and the courage to do all that crazy shit. Cause it, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was about Jackass that I feel like we all just universally loved, which there could be people listening right now that are like, nah, I fucking hated Jackass, which, you know, good for you. There was a lot of penis. I mean, at some points I was like, all right, come on, guys, like move on. Um, They're like, like little children with all the balls and dick. I know I know and I think that's why it's funny to watch because watching grown people behave that way is I don't know it's it's like a form of comedic relief but I'm just I don't know I god I'm like dude why were you there bro you should have ran how'd you not know I'm like did he not know which I feel like we'll figure that out as we go and I did watch that video but that video wasn't really like I wish they would have given a little bit more context in the beginning. Cause I'm like, did you not know? Like, I, I mean, I would recognize Steve-O from like five miles away. <laughs> Wasn't this in Puerto Rico though? So I think, or I feel like it was not in stateside, you know, I feel like it was out of the country in the Dominican or Puerto Rico or something like that. And yeah. maybe that's why this guy didn't really notice them like jackass is not as huge in other countries as it is in the united states so maybe that's why he didn't really recognize him but i don't know airfare healthy snacks on the go airfare curates and delivers healthy snacks to flight crew travelers and aviation businesses They've sourced more than 50 snacks from small businesses across North America. Hundreds of pilots love these snacks because they are healthy, unique, and have a long shelf life. And they're perfect for keeping you feeling great on in the flight deck. Our listeners can get 50% off their first order of customizable snacks using our discount code PILOTSPODCAST at checkout. So go visit airfarepouch.com to check out all the snack options and learn more. Again, that's airfarepouch.com to use our code PILOTSPODCAST for 50% off your first order of truly healthy snacks. say quote as part of the stunt steve-o and pontius rode away from each other on separate jet skis tied together by a bungee cord but during the stunt the cord snapped and struck vincent segura vince segura i feel like that's like the name of a famous person 
Who am I thinking of? I have no idea, but <laughs> it's right, been so... recent, or because it's Puerto Rican, it's so hard to say. But yeah, that's yeah, just his good. last name too. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Segura, who was in okay. the water between the two aircraft in the head. So yeah, so Stevo, the other guy can't say his name pontiac they're both on two jet skis they're driving away from each other they've got it attached to a bungee cord and this is where i start to get frustrated because i'm like how did y'all what would y'all think was going to happen like you did you just well, think they the knew. bungee cord was going to stay together and they were going to be like yanked or like i don't i guess maybe they thought that it wouldn't break and then one person would like fly off the other jet ski which aha uh -huh, so funny but um I'm like, yo, why was he in the water between them? I'm like, oh, Lord, this is just a disaster waiting to happen. I don't know. I have a different mindset, though, because, like, I don't know what it was about the Lasco household. We always had bungee, like, bungee straps for, like, moving things and attaching things. And whenever they came out, my dad was like, don't even come close. Like, you see this? This <laughs> could kill you in a second. It could snap and both your eyes could be gone. You could lose a limb. You could lose your face. You could lose your mind. <laughs> Dude, your dad, he was like always in emergency mindset mode. Like no, what he, could happen? Worst case scenario at all times. But I think it, it gave me that like where when I'm in like these group situations, I'm always like, okay, this is definitely dangerous. I'm always thinking about like how dangerous everything is. I feel like I could be HR. Isn't that human resources who like make sure that yes. everyone's safe? <laughs> yes you know i think your dad was that way though because when i think about these things i'm like okay obviously you kind of have to think about your responsibilities and most people think about their kids and stuff and how to take care of them so but for your dad's instance i feel like he was always thinking about his medical and not getting hurt not getting injured and making sure everybody knew like my medical is very important so that i can take care of you and so with this guy, I'm like, why wasn't he thinking about that? As an air traffic controller, you know, you have like these high medical standards, but he put literally knows Steve-O and, ja and Jackass the movie. And he knows that they're going to do something that's probably going to hurt them because that's all the Jackass is. They're always hurting each other. And so that was my thing. It's like, okay, like, bro, you knew that this was going to be a crazy situation and you put yourself in the middle of it and knowing you have a medical that you have to keep I know he wasn't thinking oh I'm gonna get a traumatic brain injury but at the same time why did he do it why did he put himself in the middle of it I that don't know I just I've seen I've seen men who have been blown up and like literally have like metal inside of their bodies have more like of a I don't know just Anytime you have a rope or like a wire or anything, dude, I feel like it is common knowledge. You get the fuck out of the way. Like, excuse my French, but like you get out of the way. It's just like, I don't know mm -hmm. why he wasn't thinking that. And I, I feel like giving him the benefit of the doubt, he's got to be smart. He's an air traffic controller. So I feel like, yo, where was your mind at, dude? Like, were you just on like clout? I feel like this was like clout like oh I'm about to be part of a, a jackass stunt I'm about to be part of a jackass movie so like going back to that whole 
starstruck mindset, but still I'm just like, damn, dude, like you do have kids at home. You got two kids and a wife at home. I think you could have thought this through or maybe like Mm -hmm. slow down for a second and like, but maybe that is the thinking you're used to going so fast all the time and having to just like go, go, go that maybe you're, I don't know. Maybe that is the mindset. You just don't even slow down to think twice about, Oh, what could be the, the bad outcome of this? I don't know. I don't know. Again, not, not trying to victim blame or shame, but I do feel like this is things that people are going to be saying to themselves when they listen to this episode or when they read this story. You know what I mean? Anyone is going to be like, yeah. dude, what were you doing in the first place, bro? <laughs> I think it's important to just to say that because those that listen to our podcast, you guys probably have a medical and these are kind of instances that you need to think about because you don't want to put your medical into jeopardy because if you lose your medical, you lose the ability to fly and, and that's a big deal. So I think it's important to highlight this story as like, maybe I should give a little more thought to the instances that I put myself in and be a little safer uh and I like am I saddling I don't want to blame this guy because he was probably just living in the moment I am crazy so I will do any I hurt myself all the fucking time it's probably a good thing I'm not a pilot because I don't really think about consequences but if you do hold a medical I think like these are things that should probably run through your mind like is this a good idea could I hurt myself badly and like you said, I'm sure he wasn't thinking, oh, this spongy cord's going to snap and hit me right in the face. But that's exactly what happened. Uh, so I, that's what I, I immediately, <laughs> if I was there, I would have been like, yeah, that's going to snap and it's going to fucking hit you. Like, I feel like, oh, I just, I get so frustrated. I'm like, dude, this is, so, it's untapping like this unlocked thing inside of me from childhood because I don't know what it was, but my dad had so many goddamn bungee things like bungee straps every freaking where but like you touched one of those and it was like your hand would light on fire or something like the consequence was so real with it <laughs> he I was don't know. like with his bungee cords he like gave you the same rundown as with guns like yeah no literally <laughs> literally stop don't touch leave the area and go tell an adult literally pretty much the same exact rundown like there were a few household items that were like that where he was just like don't even fucking touch it like just don't even touch it and i'm like you know i'm grateful i'm grateful for that alaska was just looking out for you okay so i'm gonna get on to the rest of what the article says here so it's a little bit longer, but it says Pontius was also struck, which is the other guy, part of Jackass, uh, Chris Pontius, uh, when he was doing this stunt. But it was Benson Segura who described having a life-changing injury. Though he appeared conscious when back on land, he said he felt a crazy, incredible pain and nausea. They do show like the uh, pictures of his ear and then x-rays of his brain. So it is real that this all happened to him and I do believe him that he was probably in shock at first and then the pain started to come in 
Uh, and then the rest of the article says, every minute that went on, the confusion grew, the pain grew. He said, I could tell in the eyes of the doctors that something seriously was wrong. He remembered telling people, take the pressure out of my head. He said, you need to take the pressure out of my head. Everything went dark when he was put on a stretcher and taken to the ambulance, he said. And that was just because his brain was swelling at such a high rate that oh, his head had to be in so much pain. Um, and then it goes on to say, he said he suffered brain bleeding, a blood clot in his brain a C5, C6 herniated disc and damaged nerves from his neck to his arms, which especially caused trouble using his right hand in the beginning. And then he said he required plastic surgery to his ear. Doctors performed a craniotomy on him to get the blood out. So when I read all that, I obviously know that as an air traffic controller, his job is basically out the window because when you have brain damage that's that extensive, I feel like it's almost impossible to get your medical back. And he does eventually say that, you know, that he no longer has his job anymore. He And he doesn't even trust himself. That's the thing. And if he doesn't trust himself, that's a big red flag. Like, obviously, if you don't trust yourself, you're not going to get your job back. But it's also pretty sad because he was the provider for his wife and his kids. And just this one you know, probably 30 minutes of his day where he decides, oh, I'm going to help out these celebrity movie stars. And he alters the rest of his life in those, you know, 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And I think what you said about him not trusting himself, one of the things that I found was crazy was his comment about the medicine that he was prescribed and the effects that it had. So the news article says Segura said he was prescribed a thousand milligrams of an anti-convulsive Kepra. While on it, he suddenly had disturbing thoughts, he said. I am ashamed to say it, but I remember where I was. I was in a room being taken care of, and I remember planning to murder my wife and my mom, he said. I don't know why I thought about that. We called the doctor, and he took me off of those meds, end quote. So again, like raises a good point, you know, like about what you said, not him, not trusting himself also in freak accidents like this, you can't really advocate for yourself, especially when you're like on medication, you know what I mean? Like your whole, I feel like this takes away a lot of your dignity and pride. You know what I mean? Um, Mm. I think it's insane that, that he was, I cannot believe that he said that publicly, like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely ain't getting your job back now sweetie I hate to say it but god damn I mean you know obviously it's not him talking it's the medication but it's just like so that's why you you literally the situations like this suck because there's just no way that he could ever get his job back after this I don't feel like that would ever be possible oh god no like once you either put your life at risk by saying like obviously that you want to harm yourself or others I don't think and then the FAA knows about that like I don't think there's any chance that you could get your medical back but but maybe if you know somebody up high you do the circle jerk like they like you might be able to get it back (laughs) I just feel like after saying that publicly mm, there ain't no comeback from that uh no yeah and honestly 
I like to point out too, it wasn't him in his right mind. He would have never said those things, but the medication that he was on totally changed his brain chemistry. And then he was feeling some type of way. And he even said, like, I hate to say this, but this is how I felt. And he had no control over his brain at that time. And so I think that's important too, is to remember that when your brain is altered in some sort of way and brain chemistry is off, you have, you don't act how you normally would, which is the same for suicidal ideation. Your brain chemistry is off. You're not thinking how you normally would, and you're going to harm yourself when in a normal state, you would never do such a thing. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. It was wild. I mean, the pictures, like, obviously, like, TMI, trigger warning, whatever. But, like, the pictures of, like, his brain, I I don't know how they they described it in a way. It was, like, basically the blood had, like, pushed, like, almost one half of his entire brain, like, over into the next side. Like, it was so squished. Like... Yeah, the... The swelling had really like reduced the size of his basically brain cavity and pushed it back. So I don't even know how that feels, honestly. But like he said, like just relieve the pressure, relieve the pressure. So it must have felt like this intense type of like headache situation. I mean, he knew that he needed to relieve that pressure just from the feeling that he had. So yeah, it did look terrible. Uh, but I'm going to read the end of the article just to give us a full circle here. Yeah. So speaking and thinking became very difficult. He said the injury stood in the way of his career as an air traffic controller. He said he lacked the medical certificate to be an air traffic controller. He added, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to pay the school my bills next month. Uh, that's the reality that I live in. And that's been the reality since the day of the accident which is, I feel so bad for him. Um, And then it goes on to say, Judge J. Garcia Gregory rejected the plaintiff team's amended complaint August 18th, 2022, saying too much time has passed since the original 2019 lawsuit. They failed to justify issuing another complaint after all this time, the judge said, according to online records. Um, In the answer to the original complaint, Pontius's counsel argued that Vincent Segura put himself in that position. And he said he put himself in the middle of the jet skis because I think they were his jet skis. And he said he didn't want them to bump together because of the wake. So he didn't want to cause his jet skis damage. And what's really sad is that instead of allowing an inanimate object to get damaged, he allowed his body to become damaged, um, which is ironic and really sad all at the same time. Man's using himself as a damn wake buoy. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel really, really bad for this guy. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I would, as his wife, I would probably be so damn mad. (laughs) I'd be like, Mm -hmm. damn it. Like, every single time my boyfriend goes out on the boat, like, I always tell him, I love you. Be safe. The one thing I always tell him is don't do anything fucking stupid. Like, over everything else just don't do anything stupid and i'm blessed that i have a logically like thinking man who i feel like is at the same level of like avoiding danger as i am but like as someone who thinks like that this one is really 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 hard for me to wrap my head around especially 
just growing up on the water, being around boats. It's just like, damn, dude, like, how in the, oh, Lord. I'm like, by the time you volunteer both your um jet skis for a jackass stunt, I think at that point you just need to accept that those jet skis might not um work after the stunt. That's just something you're going to have to accept. Like... I feel like that comes with the territory. This is like a good lesson in think before you do, you know? Yeah. I I don't know. I do feel bad for like them, them saying that too much time has passed, this, that, and the other. I don't know. I just find that a little bit unfair, especially to someone who has lost their job, doesn't have very many resources, a is probably not in their right mind is still recovering from a life changing injury i don't know that just feels eh i mean but you know they have a good point it's like you put yourself in that position and it sucks to be that person but it's like i think about like i don't know i just my cousins did really dumb shit when they were young and got really really hurt with their friends and things like that I mean, like life-changing injuries like this. And I put myself in that situation and it's like, you wouldn't, if you put yourself in that situation consciously, then like, there's no point in going after the people that you did it with. You all made a conscious effort and a conscious decision to do that. It's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm making it too, I'm watering it down too much, but it's like, if somebody jumps off a bridge or jumps off a cliff, are you just going to jump off with them? Me? That's fucked. I probably would. You probably would. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that is fun. I am just like, not, I, I really, honestly, I've realized I, it takes a lot for me to conform to peer pressure, like a little bit of alcohol and I will, but, um, there are just certain things where I just draw the line. Like this is one of them. Anytime you involve, like water boats anything like that like i'm i've already got all my red flags up well that's because your daddy already already prepared you with the the bungee cords you just know to say no but i think these guys like at the same time i was just thinking like when you you had to sign a waiver they show him signing a waiver and to me i feel like steve-o and chris pontius with the bungee cord what is that hey man just so you know, because you're in between us, this bungee cord could potentially snap, or we may both get pulled together and hit each other. In the middle, it's that's just, what I was thinking. In like, the middle, yeah. So I felt like they maybe would have done some, like, talking to him and kind of setting the scene up before they actually did the stunt. Because they're actually, they have to kind of be equipped to know what could happen. They're going to hurt themselves. Obviously, they know they're going to hurt themselves, but they kind of want to know what what might or could happen. So I feel like he was probably prepped, but probably just thought there's no way in my wildest dreams that something so terrible could happen. And then obviously it did. So I feel bad for him in that way it was like this tragic thing happened to him it literally ruined his career as an air traffic controller and and that's a sad part about it I think that's why we really wanted to talk about this article is because as someone who holds an FAA medical 
you do have to constantly think like, will this, will me putting myself in this situation affect my medical? Because that's your livelihood. That's the rest of your life, your career. Uh, Maybe you're the breadwinner for your family. Like those are the things that you kind of have to put a little more stock into and think about. All right, Emma, let's get into our fun questions. I'm going to ask you the first one. So who is your female and male celebrity crush? So Ryan Gosling, and I have never been a Ryan Gosling fan, but recent movie on Netflix. I think that's how you say it. Netflix, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Gray Man. I watched that. And also, okay. So female crush Anna de Armas. I think that's how you say her name. Anna de Arms, Anna de Armas. Um, Absolutely gorgeous. Two gorgeous people. And like I said, I'm not one. I've never been a Ryan Gosling girl, but Dude, he's so hot. How how can you even say that? You're not a Ryan Gosling girl? Because I watched him in a few movies that showed him in like just like it, great acting, but like not in the most attractive light. And I think when you watch a lot of movies about an actor where they have to act like these really shitty, shady roles, it kind of just makes you not attracted to them. You mean the traditional role? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you hate you hey. hate traditional. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I was thinking about that when I was watching Beetlejuice, and I was like, "This bitch cannot say I don't love like a nice." What? When was that movie made? The eighties. I don't know when Beetlejuice came out, but I grew up with it, so I'm gonna say yeah, like eighties or nineties. Eighties or nineties? You can't say I love a traditional eighties or nineties movie because I loved Beetlejuice. Oh, that's my other, um, <laughs> the, the couple, Ooh. the dead couple, that's my other, um, female and male celebrity crush right now. They are just, both of them are like beautiful. Who is it? Do you know? I have no clue. Um, Hold on. Um, I'll look it up. You have been obsessed with Beetlejuice lately. And I love honestly Beetlejuice. loving it. <laughs> I'm just, did you <laughs> say this is the first time you've seen Beetlejuice though? Yeah, I've never watched it because for some reason, like the way that everyone portrays it in pop culture, all they talk about is Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice. And when all you see is just Beetlejuice and you think the entire movie is about the Beetlejuice character, you're like, uh, and then Tim Burton, I've never really been like a huge Tim Burton girl, but Lord, when I tell you I watched this, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was comedy. It was fantasy. It was Halloween and it had a beautiful, it just had a beautiful story. And like, I love any time when people talk about like, you know, something that could be a really sad storyline, but they make it funny. And I don't know. I just thought it was really, really good. Anyways. So it's Gina, Gina or no, Barbara. I can't say her last name. Oh, wait, no, her name is Gina Davis. And then okay. the guy is, what's his name? See, it doesn't like come up. Like, like they're all, these are all old pictures of them. Okay. It doesn't even look like them. I don't okay. know what the, I what the man's name is, but. <laughs> That's okay. So your female, you said Anna Diana said she is hot. And it's so funny because I'm going to already re- 
recorded this earlier and remember I looked up like all her information on Wikipedia so I actually know all these fun facts just randomly about her now uh, but one of those things was that her birthday is in April I remember that much <laughs> we talked about her sign and everything but um what's your male celebrity crush because you haven't said that yet I'm gonna say right now it's been let me look at a picture of Ryan Gosling and just make sure that I'm like oh, on you, the money. You're like, for sure. You did. We did talk <sighs> about Ryan Gosling, didn't we? See, I'm just not sure. Like, I'm just not sure if this is the man that like I would. He's just not whole pass worthy. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> oh it's <my> like, God. <laughs> uh, like, I love, you know who I love? Oh, my Ooh. God. I'm just going to say it. Um, Excuse me. I'm about to burp. Oh, my God. Am I about to burp? Don't do it. Harrison okay, Ford. Say, ooh. In I, I the early. In the early days. But, like, hey, he's 80 years old and he still he's a daddy. is a rock star. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, I want to look like that when I'm 80 years old. Please let me be blessed. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just finding out something now. Did you know that Ryan Gosling is married to Eva Mendez? I feel like. I knew that, but then at the same time, it's shocking. I didn't know that because she's also like another beautiful. I obviously love oh, Spanish women. So gorgeous. <laughs> I do love Eva Mendez. I'm going to upgrade to Eva Mendez actually from my previous one. Um, Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's just and- too problematic. <laughs> yeah. I'm dropping her. So Eva Mendez, dude, she is so hot. And I forgot about her. And now that you reminded me of her, like, yes, that would be fun. Um, okay. So What's your male one though? Mm. Oh yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. That, I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. He's just, he's daddy. He is daddy 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 all the way okay wait wait sorry I we sound like spaced out because okay here's the controversy about gal got got ghetto um I just googled gal ghetto problematic <laughs> and it says and, and, and it and. says Gal stepped into a serious political controversy when she decided to comment on the 2021 Israel-Palestine crisis. Gatto tweeted a statement that called for peace by expressing her support to her native Israel country, land, but also referring to Palestines as neighbors rather than by name. Okay, so Hmm. I don't really know if that's like... Yeah, and I don't really know if that's worth, like, her being, like, you know, a terrible fucking person, but, um, you know, the way that I've heard it in pop culture was, like, that she wanted to kill little babies and stuff like that, or that she was, like, four bombs. That's, like, the extremist. I'm (laughs) Legalized nuclear bombs. Have you heard that sound yet? No. Oh my God. Okay. This is when you and I, like what you were talking about earlier with like the whole age difference. Maddie is a reels queen. 
She's an IG Reels queen. I am a TikTok girl through and through. So when I say some of these little things, I feel like it goes straight over Maddie's head and it probably goes half of over half of our audience's head. But like that right there, the legalized nuclear B word. Um, that's just that's a TikTok joke right now. It's a TikTok audio, um, unhinged. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I'm old. Bitch, we love you for that, mommy. Talk uh, talk about daddy, mommy, Maddie, <laughs> mommy, mommy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, on to our next question because we're literally getting so off topic. Um, okay, what's your favorite card game? And again, I already know the answer to this. <laughs> Texas Hold'em. Yeehaw, baby! I love Texas Hold'em. It gives me the reminder of when I turned you down for Texas Hold'em when we were hanging out and uh, oh. you were so upset by it. Yeah, Maddie decided that her bedtime would be 1030 Eastern, which is 830 um, Pacific time. You just like won't let off about that. No, 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 but no. I I'm also woke up early. I woke up early because like, let's say like we woke up at 9am your time. Really, I was waking up at what, 6am my time. So of course I want to go to bed early. Mm, I still can't forgive you because we had to play what, two of your favorite card games and we did not even get to, okay. You didn't you... think about text. You didn't. <laughs> Both of us. You. <laughs> We're like ready to fight through this screen right now. We're like, uh-uh. Okay, I'll let you go first <laughs> because I'm going to be the bigger person. <laughs> so we decided to play this game. I knew Maddie was fading. In your defense, I knew you were fading, but I thought you would still have 30 minutes of life left in you. Well, I was wrong because <laughs> after I had taken every single penny out of my piggy bank and distributed <laughs> all the change amongst us to pretend like they were poker chips, Maddie decides, oh, I'm tired. I think we got through one fake game and Maddie was like, I give up. I'm tired. Good night. <laughs> I was so mad. I literally, it took me forever to count all this change and like figure it out and give it to everyone correctly. Like we were about to have a whole game of poker, Texas Hold'em. And she just wanted to go to bed. Anyways, your turn. I'm sorry. I am truly sorry, but you know, I love my sleep. It always takes the front seat in any scenario. I used to not care. Honestly, I used to get like four hours of sleep in my 20s, but now that I'm a more refined old lady in my 30s, I really do enjoy sleep. So I'm sorry I picked it over the Texas Hold'em, but next time, dude, next time, I promise. Well, when you're sleeping in my bed, I really can't blame you because, I mean, you tell our listeners what my bed feels like. It was honestly like sleeping on a cloud. I I slept really well. Emma let me sleep next to her. We kicked Zach out of the bed, poor guy, but it was a great five days of sleep, dude. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, my bed is like, there's something about it when I crawl into it and I, I want a bed that just swallows me up for a while. I was waking up with, um, a little bit of pain and I won't specify what kind of pain because you never know who's fucking listening. Snitches, rats. Um, 
<laughs> but I woke up with a little bit of pain. And, and the first thing I thought about was, damn, am I suffocating myself? Cause I, I literally have so many pillows and so much comforter that it's like, it, it, it could be possible that I had asphyxiated myself by accident in my sleep in your bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Well, do you want me to say my favorite card game? Yes. I know it's not surprising, but I do love oh, Uno. <laughs> and I know you clown on Uno, dude, but that game Uno is, is a game for babies. And and Emma likes to cheat and use a wild card for her last card because she thinks that's the only way you can win, but that's actually cheating. So that's not the only way you can win, but if you play smart, if you play to fucking win, then that's what you're doing. And I play to win. <laughs> I always play to win, but you do not have to use a wild card to win. But well, I also better at it than you. I play with some dirty, dirty, dirty little rats. Like I've always played <laughs> Uno with my siblings and siblings are out for blood. Oh, so nice. I, I'm sorry. Like if I have to hang on to my wild card, that's what I'm going to do because everyone that I've played against literally wants to defame me. <laughs> Take you down. no take me down like completely just like take away all my pride my ego my everything so what you're saying is you're competitive I am that's why I don't like sports all right so when I see you next we're gonna play Texas Hold'em and Uno and you can't (sighs) use your wild card to win oh my god you know I'm gonna use my wild card to win babes (laughs) give me a break I'm going to take them all out the deck. <laughs> you know, I just want to see if you're a really good player. If you can beat me while I still have my wild card, oh, then that means use, you're a boss. I'm going to use the, the same exact move against you because a wild card beats a wild card. So, yeah. uh, Okay. Mm. What 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 is it that you like to say? Um, uh, God, I can't even think about it. It's just such a lame burn. Oh, sick. <laughs> Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> you're using it. That's the funny thing. Because <laughs> I know it's an insult to you. <laughs> but it makes me laugh at the same time. I know, because oh, I don't mean anything that I say. It's all for satire. I love this bitch. Yes. She could take a shit on me. I'd be like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> We'd be two girls, one cup. Oh, God, um, no. <laughs> you did not have okay. to go there okay next question you never know some of our listeners might like that but anyways they what's might your favorite fruit what's your favorite fruit mango <laughs> mango mango because it a has mango man in it <laughs> <laughs> no stop see my buddy um, a mango. Emma likes mango, honestly, because it, man is in the first part of it. <laughs> I'm going crazy, y'all. I'm sorry. This is so funny. We we've been talking to each other all fucking day, and like I've had to edit this episode so much. Y'all don't understand. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just at my brink. 
we're done we're through literally yeah I feel like we've been talking to each other for two days straight so now we're just manic we're just going off (laughs) we're unhinged as you like to say don't say that about me (laughs) sorry my bad I take it back (laughs) okay but my favorite fruit and Emma you're like a fucking massive hater today because I said apple and she was like oh my god I cannot believe you said apple for your favorite fruit but if I'm from apple country it's just so basic of me to like apples so I need to like uphold the basicness about myself and I like apples best apple that's like like somebody play that I'm proud to be an American American. (laughs) I'm waving my freaking apple flag, okay? Jeez, wait. Let your freak flag fly, baby. And it's just a fucking flag of an apple. It's a shlam. Though, although I do have a story about apples because uh, my twin brother used to work in an apple packing shed. So I think that's why I like them too because he'd always bring like all the different kinds home. Like every week he brings them home. So we were always eating apples and they were bomb.com. Okay, we'll tell the story about the apple. Which one I like the best? Or I thought you said you had a story ladies. about an apple. No, my uh, brother working at the apple oh, package. That, that was like, the story? That's kind of, yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but uh, the other cool story was that that apple packing shed, because Shalan has a lot of fires, ended up burning down. Oh, that's and... not a cool story. What the fuck? That's a sad story. Oh, it's story. crazy because my brother was working in that apple packing shed and he got evacuated from it and literally burned down like 10 minutes later but um it's just crazy because the fire had never gotten that close to town before so that was the first time it like encroached on the town and burned a bunch of buildings um but yeah apples are everywhere there's tons of apple packing sheds i mean one of them was bound to burn down well r.i.p to that apple place that's apples and mangoes man go baby which means we about to go all right i hope y'all enjoyed this episode because it has been a b-i-t-c-h and a half to get to you all but we try our damnedest we're working on some technical difficulties that we're eventually gonna work through we'll get there we'll get there but the whole drill um maddie if you want to let the people know why it's so important to rate review and subscribe to this show because we're bomb.com that's why um but also because it helps our platform grow and by our platform growing we spread awareness for mental health and aviation so rate review and subscribe so that we can up our ratings and grow as a mental health movement and also help the petition grow as well. I was um, just about to say, sign that damn petition. Yeah, you know the drill. Y'all know the drill. All right, Keith, blue side up and the brown side down. Thank you for bearing with us this week. We love you all and appreciate you so much. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>